Hey, everybody. This is Aaron from Ten Cent Short, and you're listening to Spinning Thoughts. It's only simple math to go back in time. I've been right beside you on the same path. You can't scroll back and you're led by the blind. I can't help the fact that you're still on my Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 91, that is 91, of Spinning Thoughts. Oh man, we are counting down here the last 10 episodes until we hit that magical one zero zero. Everybody, thank you for being here. This is Angelo coming at you, and for those listening, I always like to thank those who stay up late uh, every Thursday at midnight to check out the show. I know that you'd much rather be sleeping. I, I'm, not, I'm actually not sure why you aren't and why you're staying up and listening to this. If you're having trouble sleeping, I'm a good option to help you get there. So, everybody, thank you so much for being here. Every Thursday at midnight on Adobe Radio, we have premiere episodes. And then what happens is the following Monday, those episodes drop everywhere. Uh, I've got a lot to cover here in episode 91, so everyone, let's jump into it. Help me in welcoming, I've got Aaron from 10 Cents Short. Aaron, what up, dude? What's good, everybody? How you feeling, bro? Fill me in on, uh, you know, before we jumped on the air, we were talking about the weather. I got rained on, literally rained on me. I'm I'm soaking wet. My hair is still wet right now. Um, I got a little pissed off at the weather up your way, but I won't now that we're live. Well, uh, how you feeling, and what's it like up? Uh, you're in Massachusetts. Yes, sir. In Massachusetts right now, it's about you know 81. Um, sun's been out all day, and I hear my neighbors mowing their grass. So it's pretty good weather right now. That is like the American dream. You know what I mean? Just like that smell of like fresh cut grass. You know, the summer's like winding oh, yeah. down. Kids oh, are back yeah. in school, right? Best time of year. Best time of year. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, hey, I'm glad uh, you're doing well. Um, I actually just sent out a tweet. You got to keep in mind, everyone listening, we're taping this on Tuesday, the 22nd. So today I, I just released a tweet, um, you know, letting everybody know that I got rained on. I wanted your sympathy. I didn't get much. Um, and I also just sent out a tweet uh, for someone to send me a joke to tell Aaron while I'm talking to him. <laughs> Uh, we'll see if anyone obliges. I hope somebody does. I'm going to keep an eye on it. Every once in a while, I do something fun like that. Um, Aaron, I am honestly stoked yeah. that you're here. Let's dive into things, okay? Yeah, man. All right, so in May of 2017, that's this year, uh, the band yep. released its latest EP titled Major Steps, Minor Setbacks. Uh, congrats on uh-huh. an incredible release. I have been rocking this, actually, Really, since it released nice. back in May, uh, I dig it. Nice. How's it feel to have it well, out there like for it. everyone to jam to? Honestly, it's it's great because we we kind of sat on a lot of the songs for a really long time, and you know, I looked at my time hop. Uh, it was like a day or two before our EP release show, and I I found a video I took of myself recording one of the songs in the studio on the first day. So it was almost a year to the day when we started recording. So it. it Honestly, it was awesome. I'm glad it was finally out there. I wanted to show everybody when we had it, but you know, you, you can't do that. Nope, not in this industry. You gotta, you gotta keep it nice and close, especially because people don't know how to keep secrets that well anymore. Um, exactly, and we've learned. We've learned the hard way. <laughs> yeah, you know, the people who um, have leaked or just can't keep a secret, you know, you have ruined it for all those who can. Um, and yeah, of, yeah. Of course, you know, and this kind of leads me to a question. I didn't have it written down. Uh, but I do like to ask uh-huh. this from time to time. Uh, I'm yep. I'm always curious, like with a band, who is like in like your very close circle, not like people of management or labels or production team or anything like that, like people who are not associated with the band. Is there a small circle of people that you like to bounce demos or final product songs off of that haven't hit and won't hit for a while to get like some unbiased feedback? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've definitely got my group of best friends. That, I mean, they 
they're musicians as well. They're not, they don't play in the band though. They're just really close friends of ours. Yeah. You know, my friend Brandon, my friend Evan, we send them, you know, shout out to those guys. Um, you know, I'll show them everything. Like we're at the point where even our producer will just include them in the email. Oh, no way. (laughs) We get the song sent to us. Yeah. Just because, you know, he knows that we're going to send it to him because he's met them. (laughs) Yeah. So they just get everything whenever we do. That is awesome. That's very awesome. Uh, maybe one of these days, uh, a goal for me can be to be added onto that list of people that just automatically get sent <laughs> this new music. I can keep a secret. I promise. Um, All right. That's good to know. Yeah. Keep it in the back of your head if you ever need somebody else to bounce these ideas off of. Uh, of course. Now, what was the goal with this EP? Uh, what 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 was the band hoping to accomplish? And it's been a few months now, Aaron, so I feel like it's it's safe enough to ask the question, do you think... It's happening. Do you think you're achieving the things you set out for with this EP? Uh, yeah, that's a great question, actually, because uh, this is something that I can definitely talk a lot about. But um, if you listen to our first album, the sound was very—it was a very defined sound. It was like an easy core subgenre, you know, the typical riffy stuff. And a lot of the songs—they didn't sound the same, but they sounded very similar. So the big goal with us to do this next record was to kind of take a step forward with our sounds and bring it to a level that no one has ever really touched, as in making songs that are that, that can all be standalone songs on you know a, a full-length EP because they, none of them are sound the same. They work together, but, but they're, they all have their own special things about them and qualities that make them very different from each other. Even like lyric-wise, too, that was a big thing. We wanted to make sure all the songs had a really deep meaning, you know, no bullshit lyrics, because that, that happened on the first album, I won't lie. There was a couple of lyrics that were just kind of filler lyrics. But this this album made sure we spent, not just me, I wasn't the only one to write lyrics. You know, we had all the band members pitch in, our producer pitch in. And, um, yeah, we just kind of wanted to make all the songs really important to us. That was the main goal for this record. Well, I think that you you definitely accomplished that, uh, and that's got to be a, a great feeling to set out, do it, achieve it, and uh, it's given you guys a lot of oh, momentum yeah. throughout the rest of 2017 uh, with some things uh-huh. that have gone on and are currently or maybe happening here soon. So I will talk a little bit more about what the rest of 2017 has for you in a little bit. Um, I like Aaron to get just like a general uh, background on the EP. I actually I get a lot of compliments from listeners um, with this, because basically what I'm looking for here is just kind of some of the, like, n- not the most exciting, maybe like, uh, information, but stuff that like is important. Mm-hmm. Like, where was it recorded? Like, how long were you in the studio? Um, you, did anybody come in and help? Like any guests? Uh, give me, and we might talk about that a little bit more after we listen to beggars, maybe that last part on people coming yep. in and helping. Uh, but give me that kind yeah, of breakdown. That part out. So we started recording the songs on the album with our producer Chris Paquette from No Boundary Studios. He's a former member and founder of the band Trophy Wives, whose members went on to become Makeout. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, video ooh, yet. no way. Yeah. Oh, I like Makeout. Um, definitely they're, check those guys out. Yeah, yeah, they're about to drop something, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they're putting out their album on uh, next month already. Wow. Oh, dude, I think yeah. I've heard a single from that, and it is good. I, li- I know exactly the band you're talking mm-hmm. about now. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so uh, our producer, he was the founder of the original band that those guys were in, Trophy Wives, and uh, they were kind of hometown heroes around here, because we, we play mainly in Rhode Island. We're, we live in Mass, but it's the way Massachusetts is, it surrounds Rhode Island, and it's really close. We're, you know, 10, 15-minute drive, so Yeah, it's very close. But, uh, so yeah, they were kind of hometown heroes, and, you know, he owned a studio, and it, it was it's a spot to record right now in, in New England. It's He's cranking out all kinds of masterpieces, and we he's a great friend of ours, has been a great friend of ours since we did our first record with him. And uh, so we went in with him, with Chris, and uh, he actually helped us write a lot of the songs. It wasn't just us coming into the studio with a song. It was some days it was us coming into the studio with half a song and saying, well, hey, Chris, we'd like your input on this. And, you know, we'd spend a whole day writing, and then we'd book another day to go track it. And so it... It's kind of like a, a team effort when we go there most of the time because it, it, it works great. We we write really well together and we get along great. You know, it's it's a comfortable environment for us. And we we really like it. 
And uh, I think that's one of the reasons the album came out the way it did was because we were very comfortable while we were there writing and we were very comfortable while we were recording. And, you know, we we weren't worried about anything. We weren't worried about, uh, is this going to be a good day? Because we knew it was going to be a good day because we knew we could get along with everybody and there was no reason for it not to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, and that's what I'm looking for, that kind of insight. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate all the fans that really dig that kind of look at what the bands are doing. There's a lot of work. Uh There's a lot of effort. There's a lot of intricacies, Uh feeling comfortable, you know, in that environment. Like there's bands that don't, you know, and it sometimes reflects, unfortunately, in the music. So, um, now there's five songs on the EP Major Steps. Did I say, yeah, Major Steps, Minor Setbacks. I think I said that right the first time. I don't know why I looked at that. Yeah, nonsense. I believe so, too. Yeah. Uh, usually bands will be like, yo, dude, uh, you might want to retake that. That's wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, doesn't happen often. Um, I'm on episode 91, okay? You know, I, at this point, I, I, I kind of have right, a groove yeah. down, right? You, you would <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah, you got some time. Once we get to 500, we'll see. <laughs> um, th- I know this is a, a question that's difficult to ask. And a lot of bands yep. say that it changes. I don't know if I agree with I get that. I get that. Uh, I don't know if I agree with it. The question is, what track are you most proud of? And maybe I don't ask it the right way because the way that I'm asking it is like, I mean, there is a nurturing process that goes into every song, some longer or more right. intimate than others. But I, I, I got to uh-huh. believe that there is one track that every person in a band, for their own reason, just has an attachment to that they feel really proud of. Is there one for you? Yeah, I definitely would have to say it's Beggars. And um, it'll make more sense later once we talk about it. But the big reason why is I think I actually, it was the first song where I actually sat down and got inside my own head, put headphones on and blocked everything out and, and thought about lyrics and came out with a, a, a serious message that I, I felt every lyric in the song is sincere and genuine. You know, it, it was really the turning point, I think, of my, my lyric writing. So I think that we're on the same page of what song it's going to be. So why don't you just confirm it for me? What song are you talking about? Because we're about to jump into it and listen to it. Beggars. All right, so we're on the same page. So, uh, Aaron, um, I know you're down with it. You gave me the heads up here before. So, everyone listening, what we're going to do right now is uh, we want to talk about beggars because I don't know everything about it, but I know there's some some background to this that we're all going to want to hear from Aaron. So, we're going to check it out, uh, then talk about it. It's off the latest EP, Major Steps, Minor Setbacks from 10 Cents Short. Enjoy.
So you just finished listening to Beggars off the EP Major Steps Minor Setbacks from Ten Cents Short. Aaron, give us uh, some of the insight on this song that we've been kind of teasing about here since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Cool. So this song, it dates back, we started writing it in January of 2016. Now we're going to go early into that, to Warp Tour of 2015. We were there, uh, myself, and at the time there was only two other bandmates, but the three of us were there at Warp Tour, and we were passing around CDs, and we were walking by a four-year strong tent. And we noticed that Alan and Dan, the two guitar players and frontmen for Four Year Strong, were there doing a signing. You know, it was like just get in line and wait. You didn't need to get a ticket. And like a lot of places, like a lot of guys on Warped Tour, like, oh, you need to get a ticket and come back. But it was just like an open signing. So we said, hey, what the hell, man? These guys are fucking, these guys live in Mass. These guys are from around here. It's like, yeah. Their, their hometown is only like an hour drive from us. So we figured, you know, let's get in line and talk to these guys about our band. And, uh, so we got there, and we're we're all very very big fans of Four Year Strong. Like, it's I would Hell say yeah. at least it's one of my favorite bands, especially right now in the genre. But um, besides that, so we were in line. We got there. We uh we did the meet and greet with the guys. We talked about the band, and uh, you know we gave them a copy of our EP, our first album, because it had already been out. It was still a fresh release. It was only two months old, I think, at the time. And uh. So they said, hey, thanks, guys. You know, we'll take this, keep it. Thanks for the gift. We took a picture with them. It was great. You know, thought nothing of it. It was awesome. Went home. You know, said, awesome. I met Warrior Strong today. It was <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. All stoked, you know. Go to bed. And, like, I'm going to have to say in October after that. So that was in July at Warp Tour. Then one day in October, I'm coming home from a friend of mine's house. It's not related to the band at all. Just an old friend from high school I was hanging out with. Coming home. And I get a text message from one of my bandmates saying, yo, dude, go check the Facebook message right now. And so I said, okay. I, I was on my phone, and I pulled up Facebook Messenger, and I went into the Pages Manager, and I saw a message from Alan Day. We were strong. <laughs> and I, I clicked on it, opened it, and I said, hey, guys, got your CD back at Warp Tour. Let me know if you'd ever like to come write some songs in my studio. Fuck. And uh, at that moment, I kind of was like, What? is this a fake account? Is this a fake Facebook page right now trying to rip us off? And I go on the Facebook page and it's, it's Facebook verified and it's, it's one of the pages where you like it. It's not like you add the person. I think yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. It was, I, I, I was astonished. I could not believe it. It, says, like, it. it took me a while to figure out what to do. So I messaged him back and I said, you know, Hey, thanks for reaching out. What, how can we get in contact with you? So he gave us his email address and I, you know, it, we were trying to get it to work out around his touring schedule and uh we ended up finding two days in january following that so this was i we got the message in october 2015 booking for january 2016 in the studio yeah and so we went there he told us that he wanted us to have a song as close to finished as possible and so we we all got together and we did that we wrote a song as close to and got it as close to being finished as possible but um so and then we get there you know, it's great. We meet him. It's it, it clicked in real life. When we rolled up to the studio, I texted his number and said, hey, we're outside. And I, I see him come outside. Up until that very moment, I didn't really think it was going to be real. <laughs> but when I saw him come outside, let's say it was just a, a very big relief knowing that it was not <laughs> fake. And I, and honestly, it was... I couldn't believe my eyes. I, I had to fight back just grinning and smiling and yeah. being so happy. I didn't want to seem starstruck. I, I was literally fighting muscles in my face. It was very difficult, but uh, it was awesome. And then, so we went in there and uh, right away we, we, we got to the grind, started, we took the song, we got full band set up in the room and played the song that we had written for him. And, you know, and you know, he liked one section of the song and it was a bridge. And he said, this sounds like a chorus to me. And I'm th- sitting here thinking, like, a chorus? This is a bridge, dude. How does this sound like a chorus at all? And it was literally just a riff. It was down, 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 down. And he's like, that sounds like a chorus. I'm just, I mean, all right. And so he started riffing on it. And then next thing you know, three hours later, it was a complete new song. Not even anything near what we had written when we went there and and that's when Beggars was born in a little room in the middle of the woods. It's Alan Day and us. Damn. Damn, dude. I think yeah. it was worth us building that up a little bit. Um, <laughs> that, that was good. 
I was smiling listening to that. Uh, you're a good storyteller, by the way, because I, I mean, I was. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was that was very interesting. That's actually crazy. <laughs> I mean, think about how many bands, you know, give CDs to other bands and shit. I mean, yeah, yeah, you got to think that they're not always listening to them. I mean, the fact that they, no. they took the time to fucking listen to this, they liked it, reached out to you, and wanted to get, yeah. you know, get you in. That's banging, dude. That's banging. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's crazy to see because, you know, since then, since we went, we were so still one of his first clients. He's only worked with a few bands. Since we've gone there, he's recorded with Four Year Strong at the studio. He's recorded with like Pacific, Knuckle Ooh. Puck, Seaway, all these huge bands in the industry right now. And at the studio that we wrote this song with him at, like he's worked with them since we were there. Yeah, that's nasty. You guys were the catalyst. You made. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. I I think that's great. Uh, four years strong. I mean, come on, like they are killing it in 2017. Their tour this year really? has two parts. That's how fucking crazy it is. Huge. Oh yeah, I know. Huge. I know. Huge. Um, when I saw the like the the early like the late winter early early spring like part one. I mean, that's more yep. of a tour than most bands get in a full year, and that was part one. You know. <laughs> Yeah, they did a lot. They've been on the road constantly. Yeah. I, I, I actually am friendly with one of their managers, and he, he's always posted how they're going on tour and you know, all, all kinds of stuff. Awesome story. That was uh, yeah, the gnarly as hell, uh, and a great story about beggars. Um, we just finished listening to it, and again, that's off the EP "Major Steps, Minor Setbacks" from Ten Cents Short. Now, uh, something that I noticed today. <clears throat> If I don't choke to death here on on the radio, um, something that I noticed <laughs> today uh, as I was just kind of, you know, final preparations before our chat here, um, I saw the lyric video for Beggars, right? Um, yeah. I, I didn't really look to see when that came out. I probably should have. But is that recent? Uh, that was in March, actually. Beggars was the lead single off the album. So that was the first thing we had dropped in about a year and a half. Gotcha, gotcha. So that came out before the album. Um, yes, that was the premiere. So I was just like really blown away by it, to be honest with you. Uh, it's, it's the first time I saw it. So to me, it was brand new today. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, basically so many bands do lyric videos these days. Uh, we, like yes. consumers are very visual. So like it just it matches what the demand really is for. Um, and uh-huh. lyric videos are typically a little bit easier and cheaper uh, than doing a full-on right. music video, right? Yeah. Um, so it gives Indeed. you content, um, and there's nothing wrong with it. I like lyric videos, uh, but uh-huh. but it seemed like Ten Cents Short actually like stepped it up in my vision of lyric videos um, for this one. It was just really gorgeous. Like I loved that animation. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that video. Um... <laughs> that video kind of has a bit of a background story as well. Please give it to me because <laughs> I, I have questions about it. You'll probably answer most of them right now, but go for it. <clears throat> sure. So we originally got the video commissioned, I'm not going to say this person's name, by a graphic design artist who seems to have retired from the business. Oh. However, still agreed that he would do the video for us. And basically, after saying he's going to get us the video in two weeks, ghosted us for about five or six months. We were pissed. We wanted to put the song out. And then um, well, one day I just kind of hit him up and I said, you suck, dude. Give me my money back. <laughs> and um, so we got that. And then we were able to find a friend of ours from a band called Elizabeth Breeze, who is also based out of Rhode Island. Who's, um, they signed to Stasic Records in 2015, I think. Anyways, besides the point. But they're um they're friends of ours and you know I, I contacted them and said hey can you give me a reference and they uh they referred me to this this kid Zach Williams from ZW Multimedia and uh, I told him our story and he was really cool and he said yo man I'm really sorry to hear this I'll I'll get you a video in in two weeks and then he just sent me that and I was like wow wow this dude is incredible and uh, yeah ever since then the I even I watched the video. I, I watched it actually a day or two ago just because I hadn't seen it in a while. And even I'm still blown away. The animation is just so clean. It's beautiful. He really killed it too. Yeah, I I really was blown away because again, I think lyric videos are great and uh, it's content and people want it. There's no doubt. Um, 
So I think they're great. Yep. But to me, that just went a little bit above the normal like lyric video that I see. Uh, it was a great okay. art style. Very, very great. Um, right. Yeah, I loved okay. it. I, I was actually curious and maybe uh, you don't know the answer uh, or maybe there is really uh-huh. no answer. But like was that like little town or place like was that representative of a place like for the artists or for you or was it that 100 percent like imagination what's the what like the city that it was going through in the yeah video? yeah well we kind of when we were discussing the video with zach telling him what we wanted we told him that the album cover is going to be the four of us with a torch coming through a destroyed city and so we told him we would kind of like it to be sort of related to the artwork so and, and that's kind of just what he came up with and I, I thought it looked great and if you look at the video and the artwork side to side you're like oh wow yeah that works actually pretty well it's a great video if anyone's like me and living under a rock and hasn't seen it since it's been out uh <laughs> since march of this year um i would advise you two things one go check it out two don't announce that you haven't seen it yet because uh, it's been out for a while. Uh, <laughs> but it's very, very good. And I was very impressed with it. Um, so check it out. Now, um, you know, we got some so- uh, shy fans uh, on Spinning Thoughts. So uh, it looks like it looks like you probably know this guy. Um, we've got um, this uh, guy on Twitter, uh, Political Analyst. Okay. I think you know who that oh, is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I do. He's telling me. So again, I, I sent out a tweet, and, and no one's biting, and that's okay. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna try this, and I'm gonna do it until you you comply. Um, but basically, um, I asked for some jokes to or a joke to tell Aaron here from Ten Cents Short, uh, and no one's giving me any. I'm not good at them. But political analyst, <laughs> which <laughs> what a goddamn name. That's uh, that's uh, no other. Than uh, Dave Case, right from uh, from Ten Cent Short. Oh yes. So yes, that is my guitar player, Dave. <laughs> he's te- he's telling me to do some this or that questions with you. I don't know what that is necessarily. What is that? This or that? Yeah. Should I know what that is? is I don't know, man. Do you? I, I, I honestly, I, I'm as lost as you are, so don't feel bad. But uh, um, Dave, what the hell you doing, bro? <laughs> this was your chance. This was your chance. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to have a word with him later. <laughs> he, he fucked it up. He did. He really did. All right. Um. So, Dave, there, better better luck next time. Um. So the band was featured in the breakout section of the August issue yes. of Rock Sound Magazine. What? Yep. Yes, that was freaking awesome. Oh my god, I've got questions about this too. I got lots of questions. Um. All right, cool. I mean, that's gnarly. Like, that's a really, really cool, uh, like, accomplishment. It's not as cool as, like, being asked to be on Spinning Thoughts, but it's up there. Um, Right. (laughs) It's up there. (laughs) Hey, talk to me about this, though. I mean, how fucking cool. All right. So, Rock Sound was actually really awesome. We... During the release of our album, we had a press campaign going with a company called High Road Publicity, and uh, Jesse, who is my man from there... He um he is incredible and he got us picked up by Rock Sound magazine and he really he grinded on this and he really helped us he, he really dug our stuff so he really wanted to make sure we found you know great outlets for things like that and uh, Rock Sound it was like when we when I heard that I was going to be on the phone with a guy from Rock Sound magazine talking about our album and and the songs I was like what that's a UK magazine I tried to buy a copy with my card. And my bank called me saying that there was fraudulent activity on it. What? Yeah, my bank thought that there was somebody out in the UK because it's the UK, you know? It was sketchy. I was buying something from there. Oh, my God. What you, so you were trying to buy the magazine. And, I mean, what does that cost? I mean, that can't be more than 10 bucks, right? It's got to be under $10. It's it about, about 10 bucks. Yeah, it was about $10. Man, you got a, you got a, like a good-ass uh, banking uh, team here I with you. I guess so, huh? I mean, I nothing's getting past They're them. Really... Like, you can't even buy goddamn Rock Sound magazine for $10 <laughs> without it sending up red flags. That's what I'm saying, man. I Damn. guess I'm pretty good where I'm at. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Like, how do you even go to the grocery store and buy cheese? That sounds a little fraudulent to me, you know? Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying, man. It's like $5 <laughs> for some cheese. Has the band ever been featured in anything like Rock Sound or Alternative Press or any other, like, publications or online, like, entities like that before? Um, before we started doing, before we started working with Jesse from High Road, no. 
we had uh, only been featured on, well, I mean, we've been featured on small local blogs, like people from Rhode Island who run stuff. And we've done video interviews around here, but nothing of that caliber, nothing published like that in international magazines. And and honestly, when we started work with High Road, they, New Noise Magazine premiered a lot of our songs. They premiered Beggars, I believe. And uh, that was only on the internet, but that was technically our first magazine or internet, you know, press release or publication. Well, what a hell of an accomplishment. Um, I know a lot of bands uh, that, so that's based in the UK. Kerrang! is also the UK, isn't it? Yes, yes, I believe so, yep. So I know like some bands that have been on the show have also been featured in that, and they everyone always struggles, you know, to get a copy. You, you think these magazines would like just hook you up with one and send it your way. You know? I know, I know. <laughs> what a crazy idea that would be, you know? It's just like, yo, hook it up for the bands that are featured hard. and give them a complimentary, like, you know. That's what I mean, dude. I still don't even have a copy of that because the local news break only got four of them. <laughs> I mean, so shit, I didn't even get one. You know, spitting thoughts, man. It's a free thing, so like all the artists can listen to this for free. You know, I, I'm that hey, kind of guy. I, just, I saw your page. Yeah, I saw your page the other day. I can't wait to hear this on. Uh, when is it Monday? So it's this oh, right now. No, everyone's Thursday. listening. Yeah, Thursday at midnight. We premiere episodes right. on Adobe. So that's what's going on right now. Yep. Everyone listening to this right now. I'm speaking to you in the future. Hello. It, yes. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. Um, but then I'm Hello, also Thursday speaking. Night. Yeah, but I'm also speaking further into the future for those who are listening right now on Monday, the 28th. And one shame on you for not staying up last Thursday um, and listening <laughs> to us. Uh, and also, hello. I mean, that's the power that's in radio. You know what I mean? That's it. All right. So, Aaron, moving along, uh, the band. Yep. From what I understand, and this is all I could really find, and I'm looking to see if there's more going on to talk about after mm-hmm. this. Uh, there's two shows coming up for you guys here um, that yes. I could see uh, th- that look pretty gnarly. Uh, so I thought it was worth talking about. You got one on August the 26th with Bleacher yep, Days, Saturday. and I'm I'm Indeed. not like I, I've heard things about them. I need and so I, I'm not 100% familiar with them, but I've heard their name yep. around the Spinning Thoughts camp, so I'm in, in, intrigued. Uh, and then you also have a show on September the 5th with a band I love, I really love, mm-hmm. uh, and that would be mm-hmm. Grayscale. Yes, sir. So talk to me about these two shows. Cool. So we'll start with Bleacher Days. Bleacher Days are our homeboys from Mass. They are Boston based. We are Providence based. And um, I think just about every show we've played regionally for the past year and a half, we've been back to back with Bleacher Days. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's just like it's like a match made in heaven. It's the pop punk power hour. <laughs> that's that's what I've been referring to it as. It's the New England pop punk power hour. It, it doesn't get any better than that. Bleacher Days, ten cent short, back to back. We pack out venues like nothing. Our EP release, they played right before us and. It, 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 they're, they're our bros, and their music is incredible, and I am very stoked to hear their album when it comes out this weekend. And um, the venue, actually, we're playing at is a brand-new venue just purchased by the Middle East in Boston for uh, anyone who's listening from Mass and knows what this is. Uh, it's Sonia, formerly T.T. the Bears, and uh, it is a gorgeous venue, and I'm so excited that we finally get to play there. I've been, ever since it opened up a couple months ago, I've been hearing all this hype about it. So I'm really stoked to finally see it for myself and experience it. So talk to me then about the September 5th with Grayscale. Cool. Grayscale. That is going to be at a 200-cap VFW4 show. What? In Fall River, Mass. Yeah. That's going to be wild. Cap. What the hell is that? VFW. That's awesome. That's what I'm saying, man. I remember when uh, my good friend Derek, who books a lot of shows, he's the one who's booked this show, and he, you know, he got the package from Grayscale, and uh, he hit me up back in like like a week before the Four Year Strong tour got announced that Grayscale is support on, and uh, he said, "Yo, do you, you guys want to play with Grayscale in September? I'm I'm picking them up." And I was like, "I mean, I guess because they really, honestly, their album wasn't out yet." Pop the Punkos pop stuff wasn't out yet. Yeah, so they, it was I quiet still, for a they minute. They were just a smaller band. Yeah, exactly. They were a really quiet band, and 
And I said, uh, yeah, sure, I guess so. And then, like, two weeks later, I'm seeing Grayscale, Science of Fearless, Grayscale, dropping an album, Grayscale, Punk Goes Pop album. I was like, whoa, this is, holy shit, this man's going to be fucking sick. And, uh, yeah, I'm, to my knowledge, it's, like, sold about 125 tickets so far, so it's almost sold out. That is awesome. Uh, Grayscale yeah. dropped one of my favorite albums of 2017, Adornment, oh, yeah. I think is what it's called. Yep. Um, yep. It's Incredible. beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. And awesome a, record. A lot of bands, uh, a lot of peers, right? Y- y'all are peers. Mm-hmm. Uh, compliment mm-hmm. this thing, as you are also, Aaron. So, um, It's really good. It's incredible. I'm, I'm really excited to see where they go in the next couple of years, honestly. I think they're going to come off this four-year strong board guns blazing and yeah. honestly probably blow the fuck up and get on warp tour next year oh that's yeah, definitely a band that, that it's all uphill for them yeah i think that grayscale is a shoo-in for warp next year i mean i, I i'm sure uh i'm sure it's already being talked about i'm sure it is oh they're probably going to become the next knuckle puck uh, or something yeah, or yeah, yeah. the next state champs or like the next big name and you know for the next generation of pop punk dude there's no doubt about it sleep on it's another one uh that a lot of people oh yeah are definitely they're already like really picking up so 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 great or such great momentum uh i think next year's yeah. gonna be big for them exactly the and look the same's going for 10 cents short uh i you guys have a lot going on right now you're teaming up with some of the best in the industry um so i would throw you guys on that radar as well since we're talking about it now uh, hey we're trying man <laughs> now Aaron, uh, what I want to know is, you know, we talked about these two shows uh, coming up August 26th with Bleacher Days and Uh then September 5th with Grayscale. Is there anything else in the works for 2017 in terms of shows? Are there any plans or any, like, hopes for something else this year? So, in terms of shows, we've got, uh, we have a couple shows at a smaller venue in Attleboro, Mass, that we like to play at called Patterson. We're doing a festival there in October. We're headlining. It's going to be a 20-band festival, so that's going to be a hell of a day. Um, One stage. So we're doing that. And then we're working on putting together another holiday show for us in December. Uh, Not many more details can be given out yet about that. Hopefully i got some sick bands locked in for it. Um, some sick out-of-state touring bands, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, that's really all we got right now for shows. We're going to try and pick up some regional ones, ones, you know, away from Rhode Island, away from home shows. But uh, that's really about it for home shows right now. It's that we're going to do the big festival in October, and then we're going to have plans for a holiday show in December. And uh, maybe we'll try and uh, squeeze onto another bigger holiday show that happens in Worcester every year. Um, day before New Year's Eve, hopefully, but uh, can't really talk about it. <laughs> I understand. But, uh, I'm hoping, hopefully, we will try to squeeze onto it. But I mean, you know, can dream, you know. <laughs> now, is there a place in Massachusetts uh, that's called Billerica? Is do you know where that is? Billerica, yeah, it's um, it's a town. I believe it. I'm not sure where it is, but yeah, I know where Billerica is. Okay, so I totally said that it, wrong. It's, uh, but you know what I'm talking Delrica. about. Okay, gotcha. So yeah. I actually know someone who lives up in that area and is in a band called Don't Blow It. I just wanted to throw that out there. Keep that name on your radar, man. If you ever hear of them, they're a ska band, and uh, it's pretty gnarly. Sweet. Yeah, pretty gnarly. Yeah, definitely. I'll keep an eye out for it. And everyone listening, check them out. They're pretty decent. Uh, I like them. Oh yeah. And, uh, of course, friends of the show. Um All right. Um, Oh, here's something else I wanted to talk about before we go into one final thing. Uh I think I saw you guys on a bill um, with a band that I just really um, respect. I've had on, I had them on the show as one of the first bands ever, like in this this uh-huh. lifespan, this short lifespan of oh, spinning yeah. thoughts. Uh, keep flying. Oh yeah, definitely. You guys friends Those with guys them? are fucking awesome. Definitely, we're all, we've become more acquaintances with them. We've uh, we played with them like four times in the past eight months. So we seem to cross paths a lot, and they're just fucking incredible, dude. Their new album rips. And, oh, yeah. You know, Henry is an incredible vocalist. And, yeah. You know, and John, their saxophone player, is is the fucking man. Um, he's the one that I know that, you know, works with Four Years Strong that uh, I see him posting about the tours because he's their tour manager. And, uh, 
yeah, I just respect the fucking shit out of that band. Anytime they're around here, I, I always make it out, even if it's, a, if it's like a Monday or Tuesday night and they're playing after 11. Yeah. I, I make it a point to make it to the show and go see them and hang out with them. They're great dudes, and you know, honestly, they're fucking sick. They're so good. I don't know if you've ever got to see them live, but they are incredible. I personally have not, but I am going to be on September the 10th in uh-huh. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, when they play at Four Chord Music Festival 4. Um, oh, nice. With, like, bands, uh, the starting line, starting the Dangerous line, Summer, right? yeah. yeah. Punchline, yeah. Hit the Lights, it's going to be nasty. Um, and Good everyone listening, uh, I'm going to be having a Four Chord Music Festival uh special coming up here i'm going to give more details on the socials just keep your eyes and ears open uh really the the two weeks going into it which is coming quickly uh all we're going to be really doing is uh bands that every band hopefully uh is going to be on spinning thoughts we're going to be talking to them yeah it's gonna be nasty aaron it's gonna be nasty that is sick (laughs) um all right so yeah keep flying great uh great band good dudes um check them out as well you brought that up <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. I'm glad um, you brought those guys up. I was hoping to give them a shout out. Yeah, they're they are uh, they're amazing and um, definitely worth a shout out. All right, so Aaron, uh, we're we're right at the end of episode ninety one uh-huh. uh, of Spinning Thoughts. Oh, now, I've been doing um, this uh, quite frequently. I enjoy them, and that's really all that matters. Um, I've been doing random Buzzfeed uh, quizzes um, with uh, the guests on the show. Um, I'm going to do one with you right now. I'm going to basically, you're going to, I'm going to read you the quiz. You're going to answer it and we're going to see what the results are. Sound good? Sure. All right. So the quiz says, are you actually a nice person? Aaron, do you consider yourself a nice person? Yes. Okay. So you consider yourself a nice person. Those listening, I'd like to know right now before you can, you know, keep listening. Don't like pause because then you probably won't come back. But, uh, well, you can't, it's live. Is it? I don't know. Anyways, what I want you to do is <laughs> tweet me at Spin Thoughts and also tweet at Ten Cents Short. Uh, give me the handle. I'm. I, I'm. Is it Ten Cents Short? It's ten Cents M-A. Short. M A. M A. Yeah, mass. Got it. M A, not S. Gotcha. M A. Yeah. So give us uh, a shout on Twitter and let us know. Do you think Aaron actually is a nice person? <laughs> We're going to find out right now for sure with this We're buzz. We're going to see what everybody thinks. Here we go. All right, so uh, Aaron, I'm going to just ask you. You tell me uh, what the answers are. Um, what, yep. t- what time do you wake up in the morning? Between 6 and 7, 7 and 8, 8 and 9, or I wake up whenever I want, man? Uh, depends. Usually I wake up whenever I want. The alarm will go off one time, and if I feel like staying in bed later, I usually do with no regard to what time it is. Since typically I work the night shift, so I don't really have to worry about it. So but, uh, we're going with yeah. I wake up whenever, whenever I want, I man. Want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite uh, shoe brand? Vans, Nike, Vans. any type of sandal or Crocs? Vans all the way. What's your favorite movie genre? Horror, comedy, drama, or romance? Comedy. Do you like country music? Hold on. It's not a yes or no, apparently. Uh, love it. Hate it. I like a few country songs, but I don't exactly listen to it. Or I hate music. Not just country music, but I guess you just hate music in general. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I like a few songs. Lee Bryce is pretty good. All right. So we're going to go with the I like a few, but don't exactly listen to it. Yeah. All right, that's fair enough. Damn it, that was, that was a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer dogs or cats? And again, there's more than a two que- or two answer option. Okay. It's is it cats? Is it dogs? Both? Or I am an animal or a lover of all animals. How dare you make me choose? I like dogs. We're clicking on dogs. <laughs> What's your favorite I, I social? Would've... Go ahead. Uh, I would have said the uh, all animals thing, but I actually don't like cats at all. <laughs> they kind of suck. <laughs> they kind of fucking suck. Some, not gonna lie. some no people would agree. <laughs> some people would agree. Some people would not. I'm going to not tell you my opinion. Um, now, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite social media platform? Is it Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn? 
Insta Slam, bro. That's the way to go. <laughs> Do you like pineapple on your pizza? That is a two answer option. It's um, yes, or absolutely not. Fuck yes. Uh, they should have made that the option. So we'll go with um, yes. That should have been the <laughs> When you're making a peanut oh. butter and jelly sandwich, which. Do you use first peanut butter, jelly, the bread? Duh. Oh, peanut butter. I don't touch the bread, guy. <laughs> when you're feeling <laughs> generous in traffic, do you let more than one car pass in front of you? Yes, always. Depends on how I feel. Nope, just one. Or LOL, I never let anyone pass me. Definitely depends on how I feel. If I'm feel if I'm having a good day, I'll let a couple people go. If not, <laughs> I would certainly be the one that picks. LOL, I never let anyone pass me. <laughs> that is a hundred percent me. Um, See, some days it's like that. Some days I'm like that. Like, no, fuck that guy. I'm going in front of. Every day it's like that for me. It's every man and woman for <laughs> him or herself. Uh, when you're on the road, that's my opinion. Um, By the way, everyone listening, I would encourage you. I'm going to be tweeting uh, out this quiz. I would encourage you to take it. Tell us if you're a nice person at Spin Thoughts at 10 cents short MA. Let us know. Uh Uh, Do you use your phone during a movie? Yes, it's my phone. I check or uh, that's option one. Second is I check it every now and then, but that's it. Or no, it's rude to the other moviegoers. Um. I check it every now and then. I would say no because I usually don't, but I don't not use it because of the other moviegoers. I use it because of myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll say we'll say just check it sometimes. That one. All right, Aaron. We're on the last and most defining question that's going to let us know if you actually right. are a nice person. Are you ready? All right, let's go. <laughs> do Do you check your phone before going to bed? Yes. Who doesn't do that? No. Or sometimes. Uh, yeah, who doesn't do that? <laughs> I agree. I can't believe there's even another option. It, it's got to be that one. Um, I don't want the, I don't want my phone waking me up in the middle of the night. T- truth. All right. I'm check it. Make sure that... <laughs> Aaron, are you ready to hear the results? I'm looking at them right now. Are you ready? <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's go. All right. Um, again, uh, we want to know what you thought before hearing these results. So tweet us. Let us know. Um... The question is, are you actually a nice person? And you got, you're nice in a passive way. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Uh, so that means I act like a dick, but I'm actually nice? I guess that's kind of what it's saying. I mean, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, I think that's pretty accurate. I, I'm sure that anyone from home that, he, that you know, that listens to this and hears that will definitely vouch for it. Um, <laughs> We may I act like a dick, but I'm actually a nice guy. <laughs> we um we we may be on to something then. This this may be an accurate quiz. Um we need to get this validated. I think so, honestly. All right. Well, yeah. hey, the only way we'll find out is if there's a larger sample size. So I'm encouraging everyone listening to please uh That's I'll tweet it out this uh quiz by the time you hear it. Um by the time you're listening to this, the I quiz did it. exists. Else can do it. Exactly. Yeah. If Eric can do it on Adobe Radio, you can do it in the comfort of your own home. Uh, exactly. My answers are going public. You guys aren't going to have nothing. <laughs> We're hoping they go public and that you let us know on Twitter. If not, you can keep them. It's up to you. But take the quiz. Um, all right, Aaron, before we sign off, is there anything I uh-huh. missed that you'd like to talk about or anything you'd like to say to your fans? Um,. I don't know, just, you know, it's, it's fun doing this, and I'm, I'm so glad for all the support, and this was really cool, I'm glad you hit me up, you know, I've never, I've really done an interview like this, at least, where it's, you know, going to be streamed over the phone, so that's pretty sick. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, thanks for listening, everybody, I didn't realize that anyone cares, but, uh, <laughs> cool. um, yeah, no, thanks for all the kind words on the album, man, it really means a lot that people like it, and you know, everyone... You know, anybody who's ever supported us, thank you. Just, just awesome. Absolutely. Um, and um, I dig everything you guys are doing. So everyone listening, please, if you haven't, check out Ten Cent Short. Uh, you're you're not going to regret it, and you'll probably thank me later down the road. Aaron, I got to talk to you off the air for a minute, so don't hang up. But thank you for being here for the Adobe premiere of episode 91 on Spinning Thoughts.
Hell yeah. Once again, I'd like to thank Aaron from 10 Cents Short for being with me here for episode 91 of Spinning Thoughts. In May of this year, the band released its latest EP, Major Steps, Minor Setbacks. It's a great pop punk album, lots of other nuances within those five tracks. Make sure you check it out if you have not already. While you're checking out 10 Cents Short, make sure you're checking us out on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. We're on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud. You can subscribe to the show for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and more. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We have Metal Thoughts, where our hard rock metal contributor, J-Bone, breaks down the metal for all of you uh, awesome, awesome fans out there. And Fan Thoughts is where you get the opportunity to write a review, whether it's for an album, a concert, or any kind of random thought that you've got about music. If you want to be on Spinning Thoughts, that's your avenue. DM us on Twitter, at Spin Thoughts. Of course, every single Thursday at midnight on Adobe Radio, we premiere an episode. Those episodes will then air on all platforms the following Monday. Keep that in mind. For those of you who stay up late, to hear me every Thursday at midnight. I appreciate you so much. Until next time, everybody, make sure you share music, spread love. Can't